No, I grew up in LA. Highland LA. Park. Highland Park? Oh, yep. The, the HP. Not the Huntington <laughs> Park. Don't get confused with Huntington Park. No. Um, where, in, where in Highland Park did you live? Like literally York and Fig, that mobile gas station. I don't know if you're wow. familiar. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. In that in that hill, uh-huh. my grandma, me and my family used to live with my grandma, and she lived in that hill. So that's where I grew up. Wow, wow! I'm very familiar with the area. No way. Yeah, I had I had a uh, family in Highland Park. They lived on 56th and Ash. Off oh fig. really? Yeah, oh right next God. to the, the preschool. Oh shoot! So, there's that one street. I forgot what it is. I don't. It's not. It's not Adams. I don't know where it's coming from. It's off. It's near 57, but it's one street that is surrounded by three other streets. I mean, one house surrounded by three other streets. It's like this weird little funky house. that's just an island, and it's kind of like a roundabout. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. No. Well, next time you're in the neighborhood, just just past fifty seventh, I gotta I gotta really find that that house. Dang! So but you said like, your family lived there. Yeah, I had an aunt that lived there, and I, I spent a lot of time in in Highland Park. Not like um, not like Billie Eilish Highland Park, like real Highland Park, you know. Wait, um, Billie Eilish is from Highland Park. Allegedly. Shut the front door. What yeah, the heck? Supposedly. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. I went but, to like Garbanza. I don't even know if you're familiar. But like I you, went to Luther Burbank Middle School. Yeah, I know Luther Burbank Middle School. And did you go to Franklin? No. My mom's like, I don't want you to become a chola, so I'm gonna oh. have you go to Glendale High School. <laughs> Dang, she said no track system for you. Yeah, she's like, uh uh-uh. uh. I'm going to put you in Glendale. She used, like, her friend's address at the uh-huh. time. And um, that's where I went to high school until I was a junior. Wow. Where'd you graduate from? I graduated, actually, from a school in Covina. Okay. Because that's when I moved, like, my senior year. But it uh-huh. was, uh, it's not even there anymore. It was, like, a tiny school called fair valley is that a continuation school yes (laughs) (laughs) how did you know i just i could just take a guess yes i'm familiar it's not even there anymore so i'm like okay great one of one of my old bosses um he was talking to me and and the other guy that i do the podcast with from time to time and he said where'd you guys go to high school and i was like oh i I went to monrovia high and Mm -hmm. he looked at the other guy's name is john he goes oh i went to duarte high and my boss looked at him in the eyes and goes, is that some kind of, like, continuation school? Oh, funny. Because <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the Duarte area. No. Like, the demographic, all that. Yeah. Isabella. Hi. You text me. I couldn't see it because if you log out, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't working for me, so I was like, oh, what the fuck? Well, hey, you're here now. Yes, and I don't know why it yes. says Isabella, because I go by Bella. That's what I prefer. My hey, full okay. government name like freaks me out. Are you a big Twilight fan? Is that why? <laughs> no. <laughs> right, no, well. I wish I was. All right, so this episode, um, we're going to discuss small business, roller derby, and warm toilet seats. So <laughs> by a show of hands, who here has worked at Victoria's Secret? Oh, me. <laughs> what store did you work at? If you're comfortable I, saying. I am. Um, I worked at the store in the Tyler Mall in Riverside. Okay. I'm familiar with that one. Yeah. I worked there for mm, four months. And then I was like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I worked at the one in Santa Anita for eight years. Oh, damn. So You're a trooper. So a uh, lot of trauma. A I'm lot hearing. of trauma. <laughs> what was, okay, Bella, what was your favorite part of working at Victoria's Secret? And what was your least favorite part? Um, Favorite part? Mm, being able to wear, like, leggings and a sports bra to work and <laughs> <laughs> like, being comfortable. And then my least favorite, um, the customers. Oh, 
that's a that's a, a joy. Well, okay. Uh, what year did you work for the company? I worked for the company before I started with this job now. So 20, oh my God, last year, 2021. 2021. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't get to see VS in the glory of its heyday. No, uh, no. That was something. I'm sure it was. I can't even imagine. I, I don't like literally can't even imagine. I don't know if you got a lot of free stuff when you started working there. If they continue to give a lot of free stuff. Mm, more like highly discounted. Okay. Because yeah. when I first started, they gave me. They gave me like three bras. Mm-hmm. 10 panties and a perfume and I just like what am I gonna do with this just to start <laughs> like your first day yeah they they would start yeah. you off with with a big thing they had things called gratises so every yeah. time a new bra launched you either got the bra for free or you got it for like 10 bucks mm-hmm. um I don't know how it's changed I left what 2017 I think I don't even remember it was too long yeah so um did you ever have a weird customer experience? Like, how bizarre did it get for you? Um, not that bizarre, but my scale's kind of weird because I worked at um, Disneyland. Oh. So, <laughs> so my scale for weirdness is very off. Okay. Because I've been like, been told people's like whole life stories, and then I've been like spit on. I've been called Ooh. a cunt. Yeah. That's somebody's kink, you know? That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Emily. You take, you're take you're riding in the back seat. You'll you'll ride in the front seat in a second. No, um, that's fine. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. <laughs> how do you how do you guys feel about Disney adults? Um like the people like Dapper Day and when they just, all dress up. Just adults stuff. that just frequent Disneyland a little too much. I so... mean <laughs> I feel like I am a Disney adult, but not in a gross way. <laughs> not in a gross way. I'm not like, not. I don't like live in my apartment where like the whole thing's Disney. I just appreciate it. I appreciate the history behind it. Um, and I like going for like the, the ambiance. It's fun. It's cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good I, little like date thing, mm-hmm. I feel like. Also, Disney used to hire Nazis. Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just recently saw a video of this girl like she was walking down the thing I don't know what it's called but she sees the castle for the first time since like she went since the pandemic oh my god I think I saw that and she's just bawling and I was like I mean it's good to be passionate about some things but no but I don't feel like I I could I could talk that much because I'm going to Disneyland soon too. So, I, I, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so you're gonna cry when you see the castle, is what you're saying? Maybe. <laughs> and then I'm gonna tell people like, "Hey, you know, Nazis drew this." <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about Disney adults. So it's. Eh. I work with some Disney adults. Yeah. And um, currently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, insane! I have a coworker, Vanessa, who she's she's actually the number one podcast listener for this, this podcast because I get kind of <laughs> like metrics, and I can see who who's listened to it, like IP addresses, and um, she listens to it each episode about six or seven times. I'm like, yeah, once is, is enough. But thanks oh, for the support, what? Vanessa. Hello. <laughs> so she <laughs> this was asking episode me. Is sponsored by. Vanessa. Sponsored by Vanessa. <laughs> so. Uh, she wanted me to make her like a Mickey Mouse Valentine's Day sweater, so I had to work on that. But you know, maybe I'll make myself one when I go. Nice. Cute. So, Bella, do you have do you have uh, little ones that you take with you, or are you just riding solo? No, just me. Okay. Yeah, because I went with kids once, and it sucks the fun out of it. Oh, yeah. So bad. <laughs> so bad. As a mother, so bad. Oh gosh. <laughs> Which the I can, worst. I can imagine having a small child. How old's your baby? She's gonna be two in May. Okay, so she she can get in for free for a little more, and if she lies mm-hmm. about her age for a little bit longer. 
Oh, definitely she will. Yeah. She will ride in a stroller. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, it's we went we went when she was younger, and I mean we could not do anything really. I could not do it, and the stroller parking was I mean it was like the ten freeway on a Friday night at five o'clock. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? It's stroller city for sure. And then the people have those big double wide strollers. Yeah, and I'm like, how dare you? Like, please. <laughs> I like this the one where it's Disney just... adults. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there children here? Okay, so back to getting spit on. What happened at Disneyland to get that you got spit on? This is oh, really interesting now. My God, I love telling this story because it still blows my mind to this day. So. <clears throat> Sometimes, well, not sometimes, the cast members do, like, parade control. Um, it's called GSO. It's, like, guest service operations, I think. And I was doing the nighttime parade and fireworks. And at a certain point, you can't cross by where, like, the corn dog cart is. It's, like, one-way traffic only. Mm-hmm. And this guy was carrying his kid, and he was getting all stressed out, which I get. It's hard to navigate, especially then, because I work there during the 60th anniversary. So he was trying to get over his family, and I stopped him. I was like, hey, you can't come this way. And the GSO leads are, like, brutal. They get mad at you for letting people through and not doing your job. So I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. So I told him, like, no, you can't you can't come through. It's one-way traffic only. And I explained the way for him to go. And he got so mad. He was like, I can't believe you're keeping me from my family you're just being a cunt meanwhile he's holding his baby like his toddler i'm like hello you have a kid with you what's going on like you don't you don't care about the words you're using in front of your kid but yeah he um spit on me and he walked away shut up yeah and nothing happened to the guy no I've been like fully groped at Disney. Nothing happens. Cause you go Jesus. and you tell like, a GSO lead and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. Do you remember what he was wearing? And I tell them, yeah, he was wearing a Disney hat and someone <laughs> yeah. made a sweater and Jesus. said Disney dad. <laughs> I, uh, I got my fair share of gropings, uh, Victoria's secret too. Oh, I, can Stop. I had what? this like, this like late 50s year old lady. I was like folding stuff around a table and she came and asked me something and I just like answered the question really quick. And then she like was facing me, grab my, my, my genitalia. And she said, Stop. the front. Oh this, God. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, this lady's bold. And she said, you like working here, huh, son? And oh, I admire I felt, her. And I'm, I'm pretty sure like I hashtag me too. Cause I'm a survivor. Um, <laughs> I felt all the blood rush out of my face. Oh god! And it's like that feeling. So I, I'm pretty sure, Bella, you know, you know that feeling is like that, yes. that like that, uh, that response, that body response. So yeah, yeah. I got I got a couple tushy pinches, and I was like, mm, not pleasant. So but uh, nobody spit These... on me. So yeah, it was a good day. <laughs> I think I take it back. My favorite part about working at Victoria's Secret was getting to see how ballsy people are with stealing. Ooh, yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, my God. And, you know, you can't say anything. So I'm like, yeah, girl, get it. Put that in your bag. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember they used to make us chase people. No. Yeah. They said to stop after a while, no? Yeah. There was um, a guy at the West Covina Santa Anita. I mean, not the, the West Covina Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting tased. <gasps> oh, yeah, he's chasing some people, and then yeah. one at the Pasadena store got pepper sprayed while I was still working at the company. So, wow! I have videos. I'll send you guys videos of people stealing. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> so uh, he's like, I only stole some panties. <laughs> I, I stole hearts, not panties. Oh, oh. Yeah. well, with those pinchings and grabbings, hey, that's another. Like it. That's another story for another time. <laughs> um, but going back to the Disneyland thing with like guys getting aggressive, mm-hmm. I remember I saw some dad yelling at his kid, 
and he had the fucking the floppy goofy ears hat on. Oh my god! I was like, my guy, I can't take you serious. Yeah. Take take the hat off. If that was my dad yelling at me with the ears flopping, I would have told him. <laughs> I, now I know why why mom doesn't love you. Oh god! <laughs> now I know why she cries at night and loses respect for you. <laughs> that's why she serves you last. But um, yeah, that's that's uh. That's really I I've heard some Disney horror stories, but that that takes the cake for me. Ones I've heard personally. Yeah. Emily, where did you work before the your current workplace? I used to work at American Honda corporate offices. Wow. Did you really? Yes. I didn't know that. I know, right? We never really talked about it, but yeah, I used to. I was um, an admin assistant there. And I freaking loved my job. It was the best job. But the way that they hired their people were, it was kind of like you were a contract employee, but long-term contract. So you weren't an employee of American Honda. Those were called like associates. And you would have to um, basically work there forever to finally if there was an opening have an interview for an associate position but there were rarely any openings because people stay at their job so long um and I was just like you know what I gotta get out of here I was making like $18 an hour and I'm like I gotta get out of here (laughs) so I left did you do the the blue polo and the khakis like the commercials you know what I actually no I'm just kidding I did not do anything (laughs) no I was in an office. No one ever saw me. Every time you tell someone, oh, yeah, I used to work at American Honda. They're like, oh, wait, which one? Like, did I take my car to service? There? And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, these are offices, you know. No one ever saw me. Ever. Do you think that you could sell cars? Me? Um, not, not one bit. Not one bit. I would never be able to sell a car. I'm not that convincing. <laughs> I I don't like car shopping. I don't like car buying. I don't know how you guys do it. No, but... like, you know what? I recently took my car to it was like get a service something with like my AC compressor. You know, something super boring. I took it in, and they're like, "Hey, we can buy your car." This and that. I literally have gotten hounded to sell my car, and I did not even say, "Yeah, I'm interested." Nothing, and they keep emailing, calling me, everything. Same with me. So I'm just being stalked slowly by this car company. It's it's interesting how the car market has like kind of shifted. Where it's insane right now. It's ridiculous. It's they wanted so to offer me like twelve thousand dollars for my car that's probably worth like six. I was like, that's a little much. <laughs> you're like you're, you're sure, like, although I like it. <laughs> Did you see the yeah. stains in the seat? Really? <laughs> hmm. There's a lot of jack-in-the-box wrappers under the <laughs> Just like, oh, we could deal with that. I I like seeing, like, those old, like, 1998 Toyota T100 pickup trucks that are all beat and, like, 300,000 miles. And there used to be, like, two years ago, it was like, yeah, a 1500 or best offer. Now it's, like, 24000 I know what I got. No low ballers. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> real so, so um, i'm not in the market for a car anytime soon i don't think there's anything God. like there's nothing under like 2000 that runs it's insane that's yeah accurate but um i don't know i think motorcycles are the way to go they they haven't gone up in price they've kind of stayed steady really but... you know what i've always wanted a moped I think that's every girl's dream, maybe, or I don't know, maybe just mine. But I'm like, if I just stick to the streets, I can do this. <laughs> like, it'll take me three hours to get to work, but I think <laughs> I can make it. <laughs> but I'll look you... so cool in my little scarf and helmet. <laughs> right. You would actually be surprised on how fast you could get from where you live to your workplace. You could probably get there in about 40, 40 minutes on a, on, a, on a scooter. Really? Mm-hmm. God, I would be freezing though. Let me tell yeah. you, like yeah. Um, I used to live 
I used to work at the one of the satellite offices in Baldwin Park. Mm-hmm. And driving would take me about 30 minutes. But on my little motorbike, it would take me like 10 minutes. Damn, that's good. Because so, you just go in between all the cars. You get to go straight up to the stoplight and you get to go. And yeah, sometimes you don't even have to wait for the light. You just go. Who's going to stop you? <laughs> oh, <okay>. another car. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh, my gosh. I used to work at, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but with like the General Hospital in downtown LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LA County and... USC or when it was General yeah, Hospital? Yeah, yeah, USC. And um, I used to work for a pediatric office and on my way home, it took me like two hours to get home, two hours to go to work. So four hours total. Mm -hmm. And I saw so many like weird things. I was on the way home one day, one time and I saw just this guy beating up this girl in the backseat. Literally like we were in stop track. It was like five miles an hour right and I was like what the heck is going on with that car because it keeps jumping like up and down so I looked and I just see this guy freaking beating up this chick in the back seat and I'm like what the heck and the driver is like hey stop stop and they're like fighting each other I mean <gasps> legit fighting each other and then they hadn't like the driver and the passenger which is the guy who was hitting the girl had an argument and then all of a sudden it just stopped. And I'm like, what What the hell did I just watch? Like, freaking domestic abuse or something? Like, it's crazy. I and... hope that Uber driver got five stars. <laughs> Imagine. You're like, awkward. They deserved it. <laughs> and um, there was another time I actually saw this guy on a motorcycle get hit. And... It was crazy. Like, this guy was just driving. I mean, obviously, nobody looks for motorcycles in L.A. Nobody cares. They just, you know, change lanes. No turn signal. Nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, they turned on his lane, hit him. He fell. And the guy just left. And everyone was like, what the heck? Like, we were all driving still around him. Like, are you okay? You know? And he was fine. But, yeah. So, I don't know if I could do a moped now, actually. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a risk, especially when people don't know how to drive. It's, with texting, people with smartphones, it's mm-hmm. only gotten worse. You um, know what I've seen yeah. lately <clears throat> with people on motorcycles? I've seen it happen twice within the past, like, two months, where someone cuts them off, and they, like, pound on the window. I saw one guy do that, and then I saw another guy, like, kick the shit out of the car. I'm like, oh, my God, good for you, first of all. <laughs> like, like, they deserve that. Yeah, that's crazy. I that's, I'd never be able to drive a motorcycle. That's a very very common motorcyclist thing. Um like punching mirrors is pretty Dang. common, kicking the side of cars. I've seen it go sideways when someone kicks a car and then they lose their uh equilibrium <gasps> and they they yes. tip over. Oh, no. Horrible. Just... How embarrassing. You're like trying to get back at them and fall. Oh, yeah. There's a certain responsibility thing with being a motorcyclist. It's like um you have to know the code. And uh, you know what? Sometimes punching yeah. a, a a side mirror is part of the code. You know what I like to do sometimes? I'm driving. I see them and I'm like, I'm gonna move all the way to mm-hmm. the right. And I move and then they give me that little peace sign and I'm like, Hell yeah. It makes <laughs> and you feel I get, cool, huh? I get yeah, so frustrated when I don't get that little peace sign. I'm like, hey, I'm like, did I freaking move for you? <laughs> I can tell you why you don't get the peace sign sometimes. Okay. They're focused on switching gears sometimes, so they need both hands. So in Whatever. If they see a, a, a car up ahead that's not really moving over, or it might be straddling the line, they have to, to downshift to rev the engine up a little so that the car can hear them and make space for them. But um, also, if you don't give the peace sign when someone moves over, you're an asshole. Just <laughs> That's true. The I worst. I wait for that. The worst is when you're riding a motorcycle and then you, you give the peace sign to another motorcyclist and they just look right past you. Like they don't yeah. even acknowledge you. And you're like, okay, well, fuck you too. Yeah. Uh, so 
Have you guys ever been on a motorcycle? Yes. But. No. <laughs> I also have a butt, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I have been on a motorcycle. So I think it was like one of my aunt's boyfriends at the time had a motorcycle and I was like whoa this is cool right so I was like let me take a picture on it like every girl wants to do and I sat on it and my foot or I should say my leg hit the pipe and it was super hot and it Mm. burned my leg and I have this scar to this day of that pipe and ever since that I've never been on a motorcycle (laughs) you got a like a Suzuki logo burnt into your (laughs) I have a <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, now you get now you have to get it's just your free a motorcycle because of that, right? It's just a little emblem, you know, in the back of my leg. It's pretty cute. <laughs> um, haven't been on a motorcycle. One of my exes had a moped, so Shut I up. was on the back of that. <laughs> yeah. So manly, You're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you wore a hat. Well, I mean, a I wore little, a helmet. My anxiety wouldn't let me not. But, yeah. Try to recreate Roman Holiday with the little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie, but we did a terrible job of recreating it. Yeah. There's other opportunities. You could always rent a scooter. That's and, true. And go on the PCH and possibly get hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah I got hit on the PCH but let me tell you about this time I got spit on at Disneyland <laughs> but I have an even better story for you <laughs> you've lived yeah. a life Bella yeah right I feel like you've gone through it <laughs> <laughs> thank you your, yeah your stories I mean even with the celebrities right like it was a it was a whole to do for them. Are yeah. you a are you a celebrity uh, greeter at Disneyland when you were there? No, but um, I would always be like the last to know that there was a celebrity, to the point where like I talked to Scarlett Johansson once, and she walked away. Whatever the interaction was over, and all of the cast members, because I was a lead there, <clears throat> all of the cast members were like, "Did you know who that was?" And I was like, "No." I, like I was just coming to check on you and I was just talking to the guests. They were like, That was Scarlett Johansson. I was like, Oh. Well, she was nice, so <laughs> like, that's fine. <laughs> um, who else? Uh Mark Ruffalo, he was really nice. I, I mean, everyone's him. been really nice because they're at Disneyland. What if they're like, I hate you, you cunt, and then spit on your face? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, that one was actually Tom Cruise. He's the one that did that. I forgot to mention it. <laughs> and then he just casually went into a helicopter and flew away. Or... <laughs> yeah, that's like, exactly I'm, what I'm going happened. back to my to my Scientologist temple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emily, have you ever met celebrities? Any celebrity interactions you've ever had? Um, I'm trying. To... Not really. Damn, I don't do anything. Yeah. I just realize that now. No. I saw a celebrity once that um, I didn't talk to him, but I just saw the guy from Step Brothers, not Will Ferrell, but the other guy. John C. Riley. Oh, love him. I guess. See, I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him and I was like, I told my husband, I was like, wait, that's the freaking guy from Step Brothers. What the hell? And then we just saw him get his food and leave. And I was like, that was the freaking most magical thing I've ever seen. <laughs> And you're like, he's real. <laughs> he doesn't and live that on the TV. It. <laughs> That's all. I uh I I didn't meet David Hasselhoff, but he was at the Victoria's Secret I worked at. What? And he's tall as shit. Like he's really? tall. Like most actors, they're kind of short. This guy's tall. I was like, look at Knight Rider, he's a fucking massive man. And um, he was with there with like his twenty four year old girlfriend at the time, oh and gosh. um, and she was in the fitting rooms, and he's just walking around, just scouting like, what am I gonna buy? Like he was just looking for things for this girl to wear, and he would he literally walked into the fitting room, and took it, and I was like, the fucking night rider just walked into the fitting room, like, <laughs> what the hell? 
and then the, he came out and I was I was like I'm not even going to tell him that he can't go in. I'm just I'm not going to tell him. He's he's don't hassle the Hoff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like kind of watching the lines cuz I was supervising the lines. Uh and I was like please don't get that one girl in the fucking middle cuz she's going to freak out. And I said over the headset I told everyone be cool. He's just a person just like you and me. And then he goes to the girl that I didn't want him to get rung up by. Oh, she God. starts having a full-on meltdown. She's like, I, I, I love you. I love you in, <laughs> in Baywatch. And I was like, stop lying. You didn't even know this. You didn't even know his character's name in Baywatch. But she had like this full-on meltdown and he gave her the like the like the look. And, yeah, that look. And then she just like melted and she's like started hyperventilating. And I was like, can someone step in? And <laughs> He took get shit this girl water or something. <laughs> he get her a stool. Yeah. And then I think the only other celebrity that I met at work was I forgot her name, but she's a de- she's a deaf actress from uh, the American Teenage Life. I, I forget. No idea. Marley Matlin, is it Marley Matlin? I think that's her name. But super sweet too. But other than that, Kiki Palmer came in once. I wasn't there for that. And then I, was like, oh, I love her. Right. I don't even know who she is. They just said Kiki Palmer was here. <laughs> You're like, yay. All like, right, get back to work. <laughs> You're killing payroll. You're burning payroll. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All about payroll. All right. Speaking of rolling, um, I heard a rumor that yeah. someone likes to do roller derby. Yes. Well, so my little stint, not little, because I'm still doing it, um, with Derby started because I always would ask my friends, Emily, um, to go skating with me. And they'd always be like, no, I'm so scared. Like, I don't want to fall. I'm like, okay, I need to figure out another way I can skate with people and not have to go by myself all the time. So I looked on Instagram, I found a team that was doing um, like a recruitment night and I went and I sort of just fell in love with it. Um, but it's so hard. And every time I bring it up, everyone's like, so when's your first game? And I'm like, y'all, I've been doing this since October. So <laughs> not that long. <laughs> like I can barely turn around on my skates. I don't want to be hit by another person yet. That's so scary. That makes sense. What's it's the a lot what's, of work. What's yeah. the team's name? Um, Prison City Derby Dames. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I had to check it out. Big shout out. So, have you done like a whole thing where you've gotten knocked around or no? Um, a little bit, but all of the girls are really nice because they know that I'm new so there's a couple of us that are still pretty new and like still have like our um baby deer feet or baby deer legs (laughs) Um, but yeah it's a lot of fun I also thought it was funny how you mentioned Twilight in the beginning because the way I came (laughs) up with my name one of the girls said the whole what's the line the Bella, where where the hell have you been, Loca? Loca. So, so now my name, now my Stop. derby name is Loca. Loca, that's a good name. Um. So yeah, on my helmet, I'm probably gonna do Loca and then like a picture of Jacob because why not? <laughs> that's you missed a prime opportunity to get uh, Mi Vida Loca just tattooed on your neck. Oh, there you maybe go. I'll do that. Yeah. Just straight across. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a good idea. I'll I have a, department. I have an ex, who is in roller derby. Really? And when I find out what team she's in, and if you guys happen to do something, I might ask for a favor to <laughs> maybe. I might put money down on that. <laughs> a little, little extra uh, effort on the on the shove, you know, like. Ugh. Yeah. You know, right. that's Let not. That's not so common. I'm so surprised that you have an ex that does that because you never hear about people doing roller derby. It's, yeah, it's not common. It's understand that you have to understand my ex girlfriend. She's uh, <laughs> she dated a wizard. Oh, and this wizard lived in the arboretum. 
And that was you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not cut out for the outdoors like that. He's doing yeah. this podcast in the <laughs> <laughs> I'm snuggling up to the peacocks in the nest right now. <laughs> but no, this dude legit lived inside of a peacock's nest in the arboretum. I don't know how he didn't get caught for what? so long. Yeah. He was a wizard. He had um like these, the scepter with a crystal at the end of it. And people think I'm so full of shit when I tell this story, but it's the complete truth. And I, I like bring it up every time someone mentions my ex. I'm like, remember she dated the wizard? And everyone goes, yeah. And they get all excited and we talk about him for about an hour. Like what goes into wizardry? I, I mean, what does he do? Yeah, like when you say the wizard, day. what does that <laughs> mean? He, he, okay, let me backtrack this up. Let me backtrack this up. This is a good story. <laughs> So I, I met this girl when I was working at Victoria's Secret and I and I dated her for a while and I thought like things were on the up and up. And then long story, cheated, left, and I was like, cool, bye. And But I had to work with her because I met her at work. Mm-hmm. Awkward. So we were still kind of friendly to a degree. And one day this guy comes in and he's wearing like a fur vest and he looks kind of dirty and he has this like crystal around his neck and he has a, a, a like a scepter like a stick with a massive amethyst crystal at the end of it and he starts talking to her and he goes you want to meet up after work and she tells him yeah sure she's she was a dunce um I think he just put a spell on her. I mean, yeah <laughs> that's, legit. that's legit. So I told her like She's like, I get off around midnight after we close the store. He goes, I'll be waiting. Oh, and, that's um, so creepy. <laughs> Wait, I love that. I love that voice. <laughs> and so I tell her, like, hey, listen, I this is just me as a friend. I don't think it's a good idea to go out with this guy. Like, he looks kind of like suspect. I she goes, you. You're just being jealous and overprotective because you still love me. I was like, okay. Uh, One, no, you know, dating you was a nightmare. Two, <laughs> I kind of need someone to help me open the store in the morning. Like, you know, I can't have you dead. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to find you in the I dumpster. Need you <laughs> I, I need the coverage. <laughs> and so she ends up going out with this dude after midnight. And I'm just like, see her put this guy in her car and then they just take off. And I go, okay, I don't know where she's going, but whatever. That's Wait, on her. he didn't put her in his car this is where it gets interesting the guy was homeless he lived in he literally (laughs) lived across the the mall in the peacock arboretum and he literally slept in the nest with the peacocks who knows how he got his money but he was okay do you remember the dude in the insurrection that stormed the capitol building and he was wearing the viking helmet with the fur vest Yes. yes it's literally that dude what? Yes, it's that guy. Literally him. So No, not like literally. Like, yeah, no, I'm like, hold on, like literally him or like literally the same man. No. The same, yes. <laughs> she dated no. that guy. So she dated him for a while. So and oh she God. I she came in late the next morning and she didn't shower. She smelled kind of funky. I was like, all right, hey, listen. Like peacock. <laughs> like peacocks you ever get close enough to a peacock to smell them not pleasant and i said where the hell have you been like she goes why are you questioning me i let me live my life i go okay oh, God. whatever i found out she stayed in the arboretum the whole night with the guy <gasps> sleeping in a peacock nest with him holy moly that was a good story um and then she had to get a restraining order on the guy because he got a little too crazy so well if you storm the it's starting the capitol building like... I, I can yeah i see that actually i remember seeing that happen and i said pause is that the guy from the fucking arboretum and i sent it to my buddy and he goes that's him and then we did some research i remember his first name was kind of familiar and i was like that's the guy so i know that's my that's my my other celebrity that i know <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'm like he was wearing the same crystal. Yeah, he, he was a wizard. I remember when they they arrested the dude. They called him like the capital shaman or something. And I was like, close. He wasn't a shaman. He was a wizard. Close. You're a wizard. You're like, get Harry. your facts straight. 
<laughs> but but he did have his what I imagine his small business was selling like like uh, spiritual crystals. So I was like, good for you. But that brings us to our next segue. Small business. Emily, what do you do for your small business? Ooh, See the segue? That's fire. called a, that's a, a segue. <laughs> that was smooth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm an event planner. It's fairly new, really. It's fairly new. but Okay. When did you start? And why did you start? Um, I started last year, mid last year. And I have always liked to decorate, right? And everyone's like, you should do this. Do you do this for a living? And I'm like, no, girl, I have a real job. Like, what do you mean? And they're like, you should really do it. And it's not until I had my daughter, I did her first birthday, which Bella, oh, God bless you. You helped me out so much because it's a lot of work, right? And she came so early before the party started helping me. And she's like, you should really do this. And it, if it wasn't for Bella, I would have never started this. She told me, you need, to, you need to do this. Like, you're so talented. You're so good mm-hmm. at this. And I had toyed with the idea, right? But I'm always like, oh, I'm, I'm a freaking poser. Like, what the heck? No one's going to want to see my stuff, right? And she's like, no, you're so talented. You should do it. So then it just started with an Instagram page. And then I started getting clients. And I mean, now I'm doing events and it's fun. I love it. It's a lot of work, but it's, it's really fun. And it's something I really enjoy. Nice. What has been the most difficult event that you've done? Um, so there's this girl that I work with. She's a photographer Mm -hmm. and I mean, She's very, I, I should just say, like, money is nothing to her, right? Nice. Like, she's like, oh, I want to do this, and I want to do this. And <clears throat> I feel like the things that she wants to do, you know, they're crazy. Like, but it pushes me, and I and I love that. It's, it's very, it's stressful sometimes, and I feel like, Sometimes I'm like, man, can I pull it off? Can I do it? But I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to go for it. Like, whatever, you know? And we did, like, this Barbie event for her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want the tables decked out, you know? I want you to do florals. I want satin tablecloths, wine glasses, like, the whole thing. And it came out so beautiful. And everyone was like wow you did this like it's so beautiful I love it um and that felt so good (laughs) when people tell you like when people are validating your hard work and they're like you know what like this is special and it's it's something that I it's it's like you, you don't hear that often you know so she is a client that definitely tests me but for the better, for sure. Exactly. How for do you make better. diamonds? With pressure. Yeah. Easy peasy. You see, it's funny how like we have a dichotomy of things that like fulfill us. Like family, you like ah decor and beauty. Bella, you like to smash people's faces into a roller rink. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I had an idea, and I'll pitch it to you for for okay. you guys to work together. A roller derby event with all the, the you know go to the nines the theme mean girls you got a burn book you Love got it. valentine's day cards for, none for gretchen wieners like <laughs> go all out that's just that's just an idea that's a good idea you know what we were actually gonna surprise you with the party <laughs> and... oh, oh my goodness <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then my ex is going to be there. And I'm like, she doesn't even go here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Danny DeVito, I love your work. <laughs> <laughs> ah, That's a classic. That's a classic. You know, they're doing a musical. Uh, do you don't, guys hear about it? Don't do that. 
I heard about it and someone wanted to, to go, like with some of my friends. And I was like, I don't know. I saw some videos on YouTube and I'm like, uh, I really like the movie and I don't want to not like this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it could be good. It could be like Wicked. Could yeah. Be good. I mean, musicals are like hit or miss, really. It's like, not... wow, that was so good. Or like, uh, nah. I'm not a musical kind of guy. I I cut it at um, Grease. That's like my <laughs> as musical as I get. But I don't know where you guys are on of that. I love musicals, and that's why I love John C. Riley because of his character in Chicago, the movie adaptation of it. Uh-huh. So good when he sings. Um, what is it, Mr. Cellophane? Oh, it's so good. Let's see, sing a little snippet of it. I'm okay. I'm gonna let that <laughs> yeah, leave it be to the professionals. Thing? Yeah, uh, that be his thing. I have a bone to pick with <laughs> the movie Chicago. Okay. Um, I feel like Chicago killed Richard Gere's career. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like he was good in it, though. I feel like he shouldn't have done a musical. Don't hate me. What, what other movies was he in? Or has he been oh, in? Oh, my goodness. I know. Really? I'm so sorry. I'm so really? sorry. American Gigolo. Oh, God. Pretty yeah, Woman. Oh, God. Breathless. Oh, my God. I just didn't think hard about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, fun, a fun fact about Richard Gere is he's naked in almost every single movie that he's been in. That's how it should be. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, amen. Well, let me tell you, um, I actually have a guest. Richard, come out, Richard. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Is my name is R- Ricardo Gear. Um, this lady saw me outside and she pulled me in. Uh, that's how I imagine that would be the only re- way to get a Richard Gear. He's just standing there politely in the background the whole time. <laughs> if you only. I, I wish you could really see. I'm sitting in my daughter's playroom on her little baby couch. Um, it's freaking tore up. Like, let me just say, this room is trashed. And, yeah, I'm just having a great time talking you to go. you guys. So, is is this both your first podcast? Yeah. It is. Okay. And, and thoughts so far? Are you enjoying it? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a good time. Right. It's just like a little combo. The girls getting together. Just, yeah, just, just girls. Just three queens. I so, actually was pretty intimidated. I mean, I think we both were kind of intimidated by it, but yeah, it, it can get really, intimidating. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. And no, it's 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 nerve wracking at first, but after a while, you get in a groove, and you're like, "Here we go, smooth sailing." Yeah. I mean, earlier today, I told Bella. We were talking on the phone, and I was yeah. like, "Wait, we're we're vibing too hard. Like, please save this for the podcast." Yes. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, professional podcaster, chill out." I'm like, "We're running out of things to talk about. Please." <laughs> it's interesting because yeah, I don't think you can run out of things to talk about. Like, if you look at people, like Joe Rogan has almost two thousand episodes. Um, there's that call me daddy podcast that is catching up mm-hmm. and she never runs out of things to talk about. Um, well, you know what? I heard about this new or not this new, but this podcast called the desperate pleasures. And I wow. really like it. I don't know. Like, wow. you know, it's, it's pretty good. Would you recommend people to like, <laughs> and subscribe, share with a friend? I would definitely, absolutely, definitely recommend it. Yeah, the guy on there—I don't know—his voice is so soothing. It's it's really good. Yeah, you could hear him listen. Uh, listen to uh, him read the ingredients off a shampoo bottle. Put you to sleep. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I uh, in high school, I I sounded older than I was on the phone, and people would always get me to call and like say, "Hey." Uh, my son isn't gonna be able to come in today. Um, oh, you know, he's 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 got a little tummy ache, so uh, I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna let you know he's not coming in. I'll get a note or something. And they're like, "Okay, thank you, Mr. Bradshaw," <laughs> or whatever. Dad, like, sheesh. As the kids you would say, sound- "Zam, Zaddy." 
Zam Zaddy. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> you sound legit. I might have to make you make some calls for me. There you go. Hey. <laughs> I've, those my, my voice acting days are over though, so those are long gone. Ugh, too bad we'll for us. All right, um, I'm gonna say, how does it sound if we just bring it on home? You know, let's do it, and then we get we could do this uh, again sometime. Um, usually, how we wrap this up is uh, I haven't done an outro on one of these in a long time, so I I could do one after you guys leave. It doesn't matter; you guys can stick around. Um, but we end each show with uh, a song. So, Emily, you'll pick a song. Bella, you'll pick a song. And I'll pick a song. Okay. And then let the listeners just know what your song of the week or song of the month is, whatever it is. All right. Okay. Um, you know what? I was actually on the way home, and I heard the song, and I'm like, this is this is just how I feel. So it is Send Me On My Way. From Rusted Root. Matilda, right? Yes. Yes, girl. Yes. (laughs) I mean, the deck of cards is flying all around me in my car as I was listening. (laughs) You were levitating in the seat. (laughs) I was levitating. I mean, I don't even know how I got home, to be honest. I just magically appeared. (laughs) And it was just, it was just the greatest feeling listening to that song. So that's my song. Okay, sounds good. My song, I don't have a full backstory of like levitation and cards, but <laughs> <laughs> my song is um, Danielle by Fred again. He's a DJ that my fiance introduced me to. Um, okay. It's fun. It's a nice little jam. Nice. Alrighty, we'll take a look. We'll take a peek. Um. My song and the spirit of roller derby Ooh, okay. is a song. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I'm gonna say no. Uh, it's a group called Every Time I Die. Not at all. Not familiar. Okay, the song's called Ebola Rama, and the music video is them playing in the middle of a roller rink, and people start like you know playfully skating, and then it just becomes chaotic. And so, if you guys, oh, wanna, that's so beautiful. If you want to check it out. It's on YouTube. It's pr- more than likely not your cup of tea, but just the music video <laughs> reminds me of Roller Derby. I will check it out because that sounds really cool. Alrighty. So thank you guys for hopping on. I, I greatly appreciate it because I haven't put out an episode in a while. So this was Emily and Bella. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Alrighty. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Desperate Pleasures podcast. Please rate, share, and subscribe on whichever platform you listen to and share with a friend. The Desperate Pleasures podcast is recorded in Los Angeles County, California, with the help of our marketing coordinator, writer, and co-host, John Marquez. Editing, writing, and artwork is done by Daniel Garcia, and that's me, and this is all my fault. <laughs>